Everyone, me, Kevin here. Okay, Biden just finished his press conference and he kind of ended it in a disaster and then walked out. Let's talk about everything that we heard and the new and old information so you know exactly what to pay attention to here. Okay, first, Biden talked about this major uptake of ceasefire violations. This is kind of old news as well as the whole disinformation argument that Russia is saying there's genocide happening in eastern Ukraine, that Ukraine is responsible for the shelling of the elementary school yesterday. Fortunately, no uh, injuries from that. We had a car explosion outside of a government building apparently in eastern Ukraine. Ukraine today. A whole lot of mess going on, and Biden is claiming that Russia is basically trying to create as much uh, false or disinformation as possible so that way they have a pretext for actually invading. Now, earlier this week, we were told that Russians were going to start partially withdrawing, especially after Putin said, all right, in response to the idea that, hey, maybe Russia should, should remove some troops, which that was followed within 24 hours by a buildup of an additional 7,000 troops uh, rather than a withdrawal. And now the total count of potential Russian military outside the border of Ukraine has gone from 130,000 to 190,000. In addition, there are now photos of military hospitals that have essentially appeared overnight. And folks are wondering why are military hospitals being built by the border when they're just conducting training exercises. Like these must be some pretty severe training exercises if you need field hospitals uh, right outside the border and you have no plans to invade. New blood supplies are being shipped over. We see new helicopters arriving, new artillery arriving. The United States is warning of both a land, cyber, and aerial attack. They expect that the first target is likely to be Kiev, uh, which has 2.8 million individuals in it. They uh, do believe at this point that Russia is uh, convinced to uh, essentially invade. In fact, the way this came up was in a question from a Bloomberg reporter who said, has Putin made the decision on whether or not to invade? They asked this of Biden. So this is obviously Biden's intel not being asked to Putin here. And Biden, this was a big one, says, quote, I'm convinced Putin has made the decision. We have reason to believe that. Now, he didn't say to invade, but reporters understandably freaked out at this and then asked again, wait a minute, to clarify, you're convinced he's going to invade? And Joe Biden said, yes, yes, I am. Uh, diplom and then, of course, in response to, well, what about diplomacy still being possible? He says, yeah, diplomacy is possible until an invasion happens. So now Biden believes we have to do whatever we can to essentially walk Putin off the cliff. Uh, now, this is very different from what we were told last week. Last week, Joe Biden was saying, we're not sure if Putin's made up his mind. It depends how he wakes up, on which side of the bed he wakes up, whether or not he wants to invade. Now it seems like the United States is convinced that Putin wants to invade. When asked why uh, Joe Biden is convinced, Joe Biden says we have significant intelligence capability and then walked out of the press conference room. Keep in mind, this is all happening at the same time as Putin is offering 10,000 rubles or $130 to every person who leaves the Donbass in e the eastern Ukrainian region here. So in other words, people are essentially getting stimulus money to get out to GTFO. And no, no ticker symbol for that one yet. Somebody was asking me in the comment section last time, what's the ticker? <laughs> what, what company is GTFO? No, no, people are leaving. They're getting the F out. Make that crystal clear. Now, we've also got 
Mario Draghi over in Italy, who is uh, begging, basically, the United States and Europe and, uh, and, and other countries working to sanction or push, punish Russia in the event there is an invasion, to please not sanction energy like oil and gas because prices have already mooned and the last thing Italy wants to end up dealing with higher energy costs. Remember, we generally put together Portugal, Italy, Greece, and Spain as countries that are more in debt, that had dealt with a lot of austerity measures in 2011 to 2014 and kind of have been weighing down a little bit the EU. Now we're trying to get back to normalcy, but then of course we got hit by COVID and, and now we've got this whole Russia-Ukraine disaster. So it's been a very difficult time, especially for Italy. Uh, there is also intelligence that now the United States believes Russia is responsible for widespread cyber attacks already that have affected Ukrainian banks and government websites earlier this week. We'll see how this all develops, but we got a three-day weekend here. Remember, folks, the uh, Olympics end in two days on Sunday, on the 20th. There is a lot of speculation that this is a very important date uh, that is the end point of the Olympics because Vladimir Putin and Xi Jinping are deemed to be friends. And the last thing potentially that Putin wants to do is upset one of his biggest allies, China, by invading and causing a, 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 essentially a war while the Olympics are still happening in Beijing. So there you have it. Thanks so much for watching. If you found this helpful, consider subscribing. If any of this stresses you out, get life insurance in as little as five minutes by going to metkevin.com life.